Hello, my sweets, and welcome back to Shifts and Giggles with Mar. I'm your host, Mar, and this episode is going to be a little bit different. It'll be sort of a recap of everything that's gone on between the last batch release and the batch release that I'm about to put out. I was hoping to put out a batch at the end of February, but that was an incredibly difficult month. I had my 27th birthday, which was really nice. I got to see a friend in the morning and then the rest of my day was overtaken by a bit of an emergency which was not pleasant at the time but i'm super grateful that everything everything is fine i don't know it just kind of made me realize that time doesn't really matter days and deadlines don't really matter in the grand scheme of things Yes, I had my 27th birthday, but the day itself, I didn't really necessarily attach the meaning to it that I might have in previous years, just because there was something more important that needed to be dealt with, and it didn't really matter to me that I wanted to be celebrated that day. I realized I could be celebrated any day, and I did. I was able to celebrate with friends you know, up to a month later and it didn't really matter. I was just grateful to be surrounded by people that I loved and it was a really great experience regardless of the day itself. It's been a really confusing time. It's been really difficult for me to sit down and focus and I feel like a lot of people are in that space right now. We've officially hit a year into the pandemic or the panini or the Panera Bread or whatever the kids are calling it these days. And I just wanted to talk on the difficulties that people might be experiencing right now. If you've experienced anxiety or depression in the past, you might see that the symptoms are creeping up for you. And what's interesting is I've been experiencing depression-like symptoms. However, I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. So it's been an incredibly confusing time for me. And I listened to an episode of on being the other day. The doctor that was on the podcast talked about how humans are meant to be socializing. They're meant to hug. We're meant to have physical touch so that we can feel safe around others and feel safe in our own bodies and a bunch of other really great psychological insights into what's going on for us as humans on a biological level, psychological level. And it makes sense. Like, it makes total sense that we are experiencing these symptoms, and it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong. It just, it's expected. You know, this situation that we're in, it feels normal, but it doesn't feel normal, and there's a weird state of unease that we're in right now. And if you're feeling not as productive, or if you're feeling super productive, it's likely a trauma response. And going into January, I really did hit the ground running where I recorded a ton of episodes and was able to shoot out episodes before even planning a proper launch for them. And I realized it was a bit of a trauma response of, if I can fight through this, if I can meet this with as much energy as I can, I'll be fine. (laughs) I'm happy I was able to harness my energy in that way, but it was followed by burnout. And Right now, I feel like I'm in a state of a freeze trauma response where some days it's just really difficult to get anything done. It's really difficult to take action. And I just want to say, however you're dealing with with everything that's going on, it's completely normal. It will pass. You will go through stress cycles and complete them and have them start up again. And that's just, that's all part of your biology. It's not really anything to worry about. But the more you can meet yourself with compassion, the easier it'll be. And 
taking February off and just trying to focus on healing and having compassion for myself, even when I didn't feel productive, was a huge step for me. And I feel like I'm finally there. I finally feel like I can meet myself even in my darkest, darkest places and still find compassion for myself. And that has been one of my biggest learnings. It's probably the first time in my life that I've prioritized other means of productivity. So that's self-care, whether that's my mental health or physical health or spiritual health or emotional health, calling a friend or going for a walk or taking a bubble bath, prioritizing those things over things that are traditionally associated with productivity like your job or making money or duties that we have. Understanding that productivity is something larger than just that is also really really key understanding and having compassion for yourself and understanding that when you do have energy, sometimes it's better off put into those places rather than places that don't necessarily have the payouts that will actually get us to a place where we can have more energy in the long run. It's really interesting. A lot of feedback I've been getting is that I've been living my best life and I don't know, I haven't been posting much on social media, so I don't really know where people are getting that from, but I mean, I'm happy it's coming off in that way and I want to say like, yes, I am. I've never been happier. I really have never been happier. The relationships with the people that are in my life that I have have never been more fulfilling. I've never been surrounded by so much love and I've never experienced so much depth in the connection that I have with other people. And I've been starting to see people as mirrors. I can see the oneness in all of us and to me that's kind of beautiful and it makes me think of a psychological development that happens when we're around five years old. It's that you start to acknowledge that people around you have lives outside of knowing you. That sounds really strange, but if you talk to a three-year-old, for example, if you left the room, they would think that you just stopped existing. <laughs> I mean, maybe there are kids that figure this out sooner, but essentially what this means is that, you know, you'll have a three-year-old try to describe or introduce people to each other who know each other but have never been around the child at the same time. So for instance, two aunts who are clearly sisters but have never been around the toddler at the same time, the toddler won't understand that they know each other or that they could have met or that they could have spent time together outside of their presence. Oh, I mean, that maybe that's very confusing. That's a really roundabout way of describing this. But to me, when I meet people, I like, I love everyone I meet. I think I have so much compassion for the human experience where I can meet someone and acknowledge, okay, you have existed for your entire life before meeting me and you've survived. You've been through all of the highs and lows and I have so much compassion for you and I love you for it. And seeing people as mirrors, the beauty that I see in other people, I realize is just a reflection of the beauty that I see within myself. And that I don't think that's narcissistic. It sounds narcissistic, but I think there's definitely a difference between destructive narcissism and recognizing the divine within yourself and within others. So I hope you take that and you understand that when you see something that you admire in someone else, you're actually just admiring qualities that you have in yourself that you're seeing in other people. There's a quote that has been credited to the modernist Irish poet William Butler Yeats, and the quote is, the world is full of magic things, patiently waiting for our senses to grow sharper. And I remember the first time I heard that quote, I cried because one, I realized there's so much magic around me that I have yet to discover and that I've just ignorantly been walking blindly past. And the second was that, it's patiently waiting. 
it's not just waiting, it is patiently waiting. Meaning it realizes that it's beautiful and that it's magical, but it doesn't fault you for not seeing it. That reminds me of seeing beauty in other people because you wouldn't be able to see it in others unless your senses had grown sharp enough to recognize them. And that is exactly why I think that it already exists within you if you can see it. And in the same token, I stopped being offended if I felt as though someone didn't understand me. It just made me understand that they're at a different place. Neither of us is better or worse than the other. We're just in different places. And sometimes the things that you try to explain to other people or the beauty that you try to get other people to see, whether it's in yourself or in a situation, if they're unable to see it, that's just a sense that they haven't yet sharpened. And everyone has senses that they prioritize over others based on values, based on paradigms that they were taught growing up. There are various different reasons that we see things differently and that's all a part of the human condition. We can't fault each other for that. So I don't get hurt anymore if I feel like someone doesn't understand me in situations where I don't see things the way that someone else would. I just try and understand why they see it the way that they do and understand that all we can do is come together with curiosity and compassion for each other's situation, for each other's different experiences and backgrounds and paradigms. And that's what the importance of healing means to me. It means that we can all come together and connect without shame, without guilt, without ego, without forcing opinions on each other, but just coming together and having empathy, having compassion, understanding that we're all meant to have different perspectives so that we can come together, share those experiences, and try and create a greater understanding of what it means to be a human, create a greater understanding and perspective of the world, which we can then use to solve big problems, create solutions that are in the greatest good for all, and that is the power of not being offended, <laughs> of literally coming together and understanding that we are all meant to be different. And with that, you can have compassion for other people because you know the highs and lows that you've been through and you can understand and have compassion for other people as they go through it as well. And I also wanted to speak to highs and lows and the fact that, yes, you can live your best life, but sometimes you're going to cry yourself to sleep. <laughs> Even if you are vibrating at a high frequency, the whole idea of frequency is that they are oscillations. So even though you can be vibrating at a high frequency, you still have capacity for ups and downs. There's duality everywhere. When you think about good, it could not exist without bad. And that's why I don't even see bad as bad. It's just the other side of the coin. It's a way for us to experience the other side of things. And what I always say is that you need to find the ends to see where the middle is. So with something like I don't, I don't know, like the patriarchy, you're seeing extreme, extreme, extreme feminism. And with the white supremacy, you are seeing riots and major pushback with the BLM movement. And also recently, we are seeing the anti-racism against Asians. And you're seeing all of these extremes because we need to go to the extremes to find where the middle is. And you need to remember that that duality exists within you as well. So experience the highs, have gratitude, see how high you can possibly feel, and then accept the lows and understand that they're supposed to be there for a reason. And somewhere in the middle, somewhere in the happy medium is where you are, the observer the one experiencing it all. That is where you live and you won't know who you are and you won't know where you exist until you see the highs and lows, until you've been in both places. 
Just understand that living your best life is not about being happy all the time. I'm sick of seeing all of the toxic positivity in the spirituality realm and in the wellness realm. And I think it's important to understand that living your best life does not mean being happy all the time. It means being at peace. And there's a quote that I read the other day that I love by Eber Johnny, and it is, dare to love yourself as if you are a rainbow with gold at both ends. And that's exactly how I see our highs and lows, gold at both ends of the spectrum. Neither is good or bad, even though we label it as such, but there's stuff to be learned on either side. So rather than seeing shadows as something that are dark and scary, I more so see them as something that carry a different function than the light and the happy times. The shadows to me are times that are meant to reflect and dig deep and introspect, and those are equally as valuable as the happy moments as well. The way that I like to think about my dark times is as a reminder of my growth. Because there is a shadow and I'm in a shadow, it implies that there's light. And that's really comforting to me because I know that when I'm on the other side of whatever it is, whatever that obstacle is, even if maybe the obstacle is me, there is light on the other side of it. And I've come to realize that some of the biggest, most beautiful, most expansive things cast the darkest and biggest and scariest shadows that show us some of the deepest parts of ourselves. And I think that's kind of beautiful. I think it's beautiful that we love even though the shadow of that is grief. Because everything comes to an end, whether it's the end of a lifetime here on Earth or the end of someone's time in your life, there's an end. And to love someone is to acknowledge that you'll experience grief. It's to acknowledge that shadow and decide to live in the light anyways. And that's so beautiful to me. That makes the light even more special. And so I'm kind of in the shadows right now in terms of how I feel and how this whole situation has made me feel and the things that I've had to face within myself in order to heal. But it excites me and I'm still so grateful. I'm still so grateful that that I get to do podcasts even though some days it's harder than others and sometimes the content is heavier on me even though I do I do really enjoy talking about it. It is weighing to talk about trauma and be a safe space for other people to talk and learn. I'm still grateful for the friends that I have and the support system that I have, even though sometimes it's hard to will myself to make plans to see people and make sure that we're being safe and that no one is at risk or putting other people at risk. And it feels like the distance between light and dark has been a lot shorter these days. And it's difficult, but it's also beautiful, and it's also part of life, and it's also part of what we have to learn from all of this, and it would be a pity if we didn't learn all of the beautiful lessons that this situation has presented to us. So that's how I'm taking it. And I just wanted to say thank you to all of you for listening. I've received such beautiful messages from you, and I love, love, love hearing about it. Please keep sending me messages. Please keep leaving reviews and letting me know. There's nothing too small that I don't want to hear. If it makes you want to do something in a day, if you decide to take a walk instead of sitting inside or if you experience a shift, I want to hear about it. That that makes my day and that really encourages me and that really helps me continue to do these. And I want to thank you for the sweet and kind messages asking for when the next episodes are coming out because you enjoyed the first few so much and I've loved that so much 
much as well and you've been so kind and you've allowed me the grace to be able to take a break and take a step back in order to take care of my own mental health which i think is really important in order to release these episodes with integrity and with all of the learnings that i've done so I want to thank you. Thank you so much. I've said thank you a million times, but I really am so grateful for each and every one of you who listen, whether you know me or don't know me or stumbled across this or found a link or I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how the internet works these days, but I just, I really do want to say thank you and I want to congratulate you for venturing through these tough days, through the toughest days that I think we've faced during the pandemic. I'm feeling it. I'm sure you're feeling it because I've heard it from a lot of different people. And I want to say to you as well, if you are going through a tough time, that is totally fine. If you feel lost or confused, that is completely normal. Just remember that it's never too late to start your journey of healing. It's never too late to reflect, to adjust, or even to start over, as scary as that sounds. And I kind of feel like now is a better time as any to really reflect. And I think the time that we've been given has allowed us to slow down and and really focus on these things and think about what we want our next steps to be. I went back to my journal from the beginning of the pandemic last year, and I found an entry that I think really encapsulates this. So I wrote, This time has been a gift. Time to rest. Time to reflect. Time to reassess. It has illuminated many things that we've kept in the dark about ourselves and of those around us. What we've found has shocked us, perhaps even disappointed us. We're grieving. Our old lives, for some, their loved ones. For others, the dreams they abandoned in pursuit of lives that they are now watching shift before their very eyes and spin out of control. Those of us that are reassessing might feel helpless, I know I do. But now that we're losing the lives that we had once chosen, we now suffer twice the losses in realization that we had also lost dreams that we've forgotten we had abandoned. And I want to remind you that there's no such thing as losing time with yourself. You can never abandon yourself. It is the one relationship that sticks with you from the moment you are born to the moment your soul leaves this plane of existence. You can never abandon yourself. Just like a marriage or a friendship, you can have bad days, months, or even years. The same goes for the relationship you have with yourself. Maybe this was a bad year. Maybe it wasn't. Some people had some really great years. It's been a really good one for me, a challenging one, but a good one. That's because the relationship that I've had with myself has improved every day, and I've worked really hard to improve that. You also need to realize that improving a relationship doesn't always mean being happy, like I said before. It just means working on it. It means doing your best. On days when I'm sad, on days when I'm upset, I still have compassion, and that is part of working on the relationship with myself. So no matter how much time passes or however much time you think you are losing by not being productive or not making certain decisions, you're not. You're working on your relationship with yourself in different ways. And improving the relationship with yourself is a lifelong commitment. It is not something you do overnight. It is not something you do in a grand gesture. It is something that you work on bit by bit every day through consistency, through integrity. And that is just, that is just how the cookie crumbles. (laughs) There is no secret sauce to it. It is just little everyday things that lead to big, immense magic in your life. So congratulate yourself on coming this far. 
please shed any guilt or shame or fear that you've had during this time around the things that you've been doing, the ways that you've been feeling, or anything else. And just remember that your one job in this life is to be at peace. Nothing else matters. Seriously, nothing else matters. So have fun. Amidst all of this and amidst anything that you are going through, amidst any hard time, just have fun and you will find room for gratitude. And that is why I'm so grateful for all of you for listening. It is true that you are the sum of the people you surround yourself with. And it's really interesting that I don't necessarily get to see everyone who listens to this podcast or even know about the people that listen to this podcast. But I do feel your energy and I feel appreciated and I hope that you feel appreciated as well because I really am grateful and I do feel like I have finally found a community both within the people that I know, you know, one-on-one and also with this podcast and the community that I feel as though I am creating. I feel like I've finally found a place that feels like home and that is so important to me because I didn't always feel like I fit in. And the ways that I found myself were in podcasts and books and movies and things that other people created. And I really hope that you find pieces of yourself in this podcast through my words, through guests, through little sparks that you get from listening. I really hope it feels like home to you because it feels like home to me. I also really want to know if you enjoyed the format of this podcast. As I said, please leave me a review on iTunes and let me know what you want to hear more of, what you don't want to hear more of. I promise I won't get butthurt about it. As well, if there are specific guests or topics that you want to hear about or hear more about, please leave me a review letting me know or even send me a message on Instagram. I try to cap the episodes at around 30 to 40 minutes. So there's a lot that either we aren't able to cover in the episodes or there are just certain things that don't make it into the final cut. But if there are guests that you want back on the podcast who have already been on, please let me know. For instance, if you want to hear about different psychedelics that Che Dorena would recommend, or if you want to hear about how to harness the moon cycles in order to heal trauma and live a more fulfilled life, have more energy from Mallory Leone, anything, like literally anything, let me know and I will do my best to get that in for you because if you are interested in it, I'm positive I'd be excited to hear about it as well. And with that, I really do hope that you enjoy the next batch of episodes that I put out. I put extra love into these ones and I really tried to provide as much value as I could. Thank you so much for listening. I know you're probably tired of hearing me say thank you at this point, but thank you, thank you, Thank you again. I love you all so much and I will see you in the next episodes.